There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Archibald Takesha, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you the latest information to help you to cope while living with low vision. It's okay to be angry and to be frustrated, but we got to move forward. I know that one of the most complicated and most difficult times in my life was when I was diagnosed with my vision impairment. It was such a sudden change for me. I was so accustomed to working every day, having a busy schedule, working six to seven days a week. I couldn't find enough time to do anything that I really needed to do. But when I was forced to retire because of my vision impairment, I didn't know what to do. I had so much time on my hand that all I could think about was how unfair this was. Why me? This is so unfair. There's murderers, there's rapists, there's child molesters, there's so many other evil people in the world. Why couldn't this happen to them rather than me? Here I was, an eye doctor, where I was helping people from throughout the world, but some reason I lost my vision and I could no longer do what I studied my entire life to do. As I stood at home, I sat hour after hour, sitting in a corner. I literally sat in a corner. I didn't want to talk to my wife. I didn't want to talk to my kids. I even changed my telephone number so that people wouldn't call. And all I could think about was how angry I was. I became angrier and angrier and more bitter each day. I couldn't believe how unfair this was. I couldn't get it out of my mind. I kept thinking about all of the other people who could have lost their vision rather than me. Why me? It's so unfair. This went on for month after month, and I can't tell you how much I regret that. During this time, while I was sitting at home, feeling sorry for myself and being angry, my oldest brother was actually dying. I didn't know that he was actually dying, but he really was. One day, I thought to myself, you know what? My life isn't worth living. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take my own life so that my family could have money. They could have my life insurance and they would be so happy. They won't have to deal with this angry old guy sitting at home. They won't have to deal with me yelling or screaming or being depressed or angry. And they would have everything that they needed in money. So I called up my brother and I asked him if he would help me. I said, Dave, if anything should happen to me, I want you to open this envelope and do what it says in here. And he looked at me and he said, Are you kidding me? Are you thinking of taking your own life? That is the most selfish thing that you could ever do. And those words just stuck with me. I thought I was doing something good for my family, not something that was selfish. And he went on to explain to me how all of the people that knew me, my friends, my family, himself, they would all be so sad. They would only think about how it was that I took my life. So I went home and I thought about it, and I realized that he was right. So I decided that life is something that's precious, and I want to make the most of it. Well, I received a phone call from my niece, and she told me, Uncle, you got to come to the hospital. Daddy's in the hospital. 
my brother David, he suffered from a major, major brain hemorrhage. You see, he had a blood disorder which caused his blood to clot, and the clotting of his blood caused him to have a heart attack. And as he was recovering from the heart attack, they gave him medications that made his blood too thin, and he suffered from this major, major brain hemorrhage. That night, you wouldn't believe it, but we had to put him, we had to take him out of his misery. We took him off of the life support, and it was such a difficult thing to do. I couldn't believe it. Here he was, spending all of his energy, all of his time, to leave each day to the fullest. If any of you would have seen him, even up to the day that he passed away, you would have never known that he was this ill. He was on a heart transplant list, but he worked out so hard to try to get his heart as strong as possible so that he could do things. He had to change his diet. He could only drink a half a liter of water a day. It was just so amazing how he was able to do this, and he had that great attitude. So at his deathbed, I vowed, I vowed that no longer will I feel sorry for myself. No longer will I be angry, and I'm going to live each day to its fullest. I'm going to control my mind so that I could control it so that I will be grateful for each day. From that day forth, each day when I wake up, I think about the things that I am so grateful for. I think about the things that I want to do, and each day I try to do something for another person. It might just be saying hello to a stranger in the elevator, or opening the door for somebody, or giving somebody a piece of gum, but trying to make a difference in living my life to the fullest. This has been something that has been so helpful for me. And although it's been almost six years that my brother has been gone, I can honestly say that these six years have been fantastic. My attitude, my mental capacity, what I'm trying to do, how I'm trying to improve myself, and how I can look at myself and see my faults are things that have made me a much better person. Although I know that I'm far from perfect, each day I try to be the best that I can. So I want all of you if you are visually impaired, try not to think about how unfair this is to you. Try not to think about how angry or how sad you are. But think about everything that you can do. You're able to breathe. You're able to eat. You're able to drink. You could spend time. You could be there next to your friends and family. These are all such precious things that many other people don't have. And if you start to realize how lucky that we all are to be here. That vision impairment just happens to be a slight inconvenience. So beginning today, change your mind. Control your mind so you could begin to think of all of the positive and get rid of the past. For Ayers LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshta. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Thank you.